Inside Chicago Government. Bonus time in the Ben Jarofsky Show. As I sit here, I ask my distinguished guest to introduce him or herself. Introduce yourself, distinguished guest. Dave Glowatz is my name. And what are you known as? Sometimes known as Mr. Bike. That is correct. Independent journalist Dave Glowatz <laughs> does audio and print reporting on Chicagoland government. Find his work on the web at shygov.com and follow him at facebook.com. Slash inside gov. Okay, there we go. That's what it is. So what Dave does for us on these segments, he goes to the city council meeting. He'd probably go anyway, and he records what people say, and then he comes on this show, and we play the excerpts, and we break down what the city council is up to. Isn't that correct? That's correct. And at this particular meeting of the city council, which happened on February 19th, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> the mayor did not scold anyone as she did at the January meeting. The thing I want to talk about today is that there were police-related uh, settlement agreements that the city council passed on the 19th. Mm-hmm. They passed, it was over about $11 million approved, originally approved by the city council finance committee a few days before. This one is only, well, only $1.2 million a settlement in the case of Janet Godinez versus the city and 22 police officers. And I'll tell you briefly what happened here. This is in July of 2015. Officers were responding to a 911 call. They apprehended a guy named Heriberto Godinez near a garage that they believed he burglarized. And there was about 15 minutes of police video that shows that police officers cuffed him, put him on the ground, and held him down in various ways, including stepping on his neck, head, and stomach. He died in the ambulance, and the medical examiner found not only cocaine in his system, but concluded that he died to, quote, physical stress associated with restraint, unquote. This is a controversial one because when it came up for approval in the Finance Committee in December, Alderman said things like, well, this guy was a known gangbanger, he was high, he had to be restrained, and it couldn't pass the Finance Committee. So for the last couple of months, in the background apparently, the uh, city has been working on the Alderman to get enough votes so that it would eventually pass because it's been stalled for a couple of months. And let's hear why that happened. Let's listen to Lopez. I'm glad that we're finally addressing this Godinez case once and for all. For the reminder of my colleagues, this was the gangbanger in Brighton Park that was so fueled by alcohol and cocaine in his system, enough that normally would kill a normal human being, his family is now suing the city of Chicago. He is known for terrorizing our communities. And while the video that they showed you showed you our officers trying to restrain him, the 13-minute clip I sent you showed you him trying to escape, capture, evade arrest on four different times throughout that video, even being willing to crawl under a vehicle with its engine running, burning himself, injuring himself, all because he was so enraged by the drugs in his system that he was beyond control. I'm glad we're finally voting today. We've ducked and dodged long enough. Our reckoning is here now to tell our taxpayers, to tell our residents, is this the behavior that gets you money from the city of Chicago? And I encourage all of you, as we look at all the lawsuits and all the settlements that keep coming before us, to reject this one. 
Send a message not only to the people in my community in Brighton Park, but throughout every community where people feel they can get away with the violence that they perpetrate and now possibly be rewarded for it. It's a message we must say no to. I mean, I'm mixed feelings. I heard that a little bit because they're not rewarding him for his behavior. They're not rewarding him at all. He's dead. But I understand what Ray Lopez is getting at. There's a part of me that's in agreement with him. Let's hear the other side. There was a significant pushback to Alderman Lopez. And let's first hear Alderman Patrick Thompson from the 11th Ward. In this particular case, we're not here to judge the police. I know many of the officers that were involved in this case. I know they're good police officers. I know they'll be cleared. Many of them have already been cleared. It's not the conduct of their behavior at that night. But we as a body have the responsibility for the fiscal stability of the city of Chicago. And when we look at a case like this, and we're briefed by our own attorneys, with the number of law firms involved in this particular case because of the people involved, it's going to cost us, the taxpayers, more money to litigate this, even if we win. This isn't the case for us to make that decision whether we support the police. I support the police as much as anyone. This supports the police by having the fiscal stability to continue to pay them, to pay their pensions. We have their fiscal responsibility. And you could win a loser and lose a winner, as you know, as a lawyer here in Cook County. And so in a case like this where we can settle for less than it's going to cost us to litigate it, I think it's prudent for us as a body to look at the financial picture and make a decision based on the totality. A little bit of um, sort of constituent context. Alderman Thompson is from the Bridgeport Ward that has lots of city workers in it. So I think it was important for him to say that, yeah, I'm going to support this settlement, but it's not an anti-police thing because, you know, as I said, there were 22 police officers named in the lawsuit. I make some persuasive points. So the vote was on this one, 37 to 13. Wow. I appreciate the debate. I thought it was a good debate. Anything else you have to add before we take off for the day? Thanks for letting me talk about this. I enjoyed it. Dave Glowatz, thank you very much. 